Hey everybody, this is Pastor Chad. Today is Sunday, October 30th, 2022. Welcome to The Way Radio Live, The Way R122 Ministry Live. And the title of today's message is Be Strong in the Lord. And it's a topic that I have uh, talked on a few different times in the past, but it's something that I keep being drawn back to Uh, in the current times, again, in which we live. I continue to be contacted by Christians who are uh, either struggling with addiction or dealing with a family member who's trying to overcome addiction. And uh, the story is so often just the same story over and over again, where they realize that uh, programs like Alcoholics Anonymous and the 12 Steps Celebrate Recovery, these are not gospel-based Christian programs. They contradict the Christian doctrine, and they've been from church to church to church trying to find some source of help, and there is none. Um, Basically, uh, it's very common nowadays if a church is, somebody comes into a church dealing with an addiction problem, 95% of the time, maybe more, they just funnel them right into a 12-step program, or it's a perfect opportunity for the gospel. On top of that, uh, I'm talking to people constantly who are just very concerned and fearful about what's going on in America, what's going on around the world. Um, You know, things like I I mention all the time, just the prevalence of violence, uh, just trying to figure out what is going on with the insanity of the world nowadays, with all the strange issues that we're forced to uh, deal with and to witness. And so I wanted to just uh, share a message that I hopefully will be edifying and strengthening and inspiring for Christians uh, to help us again to move through these times in which we live uh, focused on Christ, uh, seeking to be conformed to his image and not being weighed down by the insanity and the darkness of this world. So let's pray and we'll get into it. Heavenly Father, we thank you again that we're able to gather here each Sunday. And Lord, I just ask that you would uh, bless this message, that you would open the hearts and the minds uh, and the spirits of every person that hears it, and that you would do a mighty work through it. And may you be praised and glorified through the preaching of your word today. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. First of all, Christians must be looking to Christ. We must be wise unto salvation, engaged in the cause of the gospel, encouraging, edifying, and strengthening ourselves and one another. We must be always rejoicing and praying without ceasing. Luke 12, 35 through 48 says, Stay dressed for action and keep your lamps burning. And be like men who are waiting for their master to come home from the wedding feast, so that they may open the door to him at once when he comes and knocks. Blessed are those servants whom the master finds awake when he comes. Truly I say to you, he will dress himself for service and have them recline at table, and he will come and serve them. If he comes in the second watch or in the third and finds them awake, blessed are those servants. But know this that if the master of the house had known at what hour the thief was coming, he would not have left his house to be broken into. You also must be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. Peter said, Lord, are you telling this parable for us or for all? 
And the Lord said, who then is the faithful and wise manager whom his master will set over his household to give them their portion of food at the proper time? Blessed is that servant whom his master will find so doing when he comes. Truly, I say to you, he will set him over all his possessions. But if that servant says to himself, my master is delayed in coming and begins to beat the male and female servants and to eat and drink and get drunk, the master of that servant will come on a day when he does not expect him and at an hour he does not know and will cut him in pieces and put him with the unfaithful. And that servant who knew his master's will but did not get ready or act according to his will will receive a severe beating. But the one who did not know and did what would deserve a beating will receive a light beating. Everyone to whom much was given, of him much will be required. And from him to whom they entrusted much, they will demand the more. Folks, if you have taken the name of Christ... You have been regenerated by the power of the Holy Spirit, born again in Jesus Christ. You have been given much, and much is required. You must be awake, preparing yourself, engaging in the battle, striving to serve Christ. We must be awake and be aware of what is happening in the world. We must pay attention, but we must do so with, with an eternal perspective, and look to Christ. We also must hold everything up to the light of Scripture and test the spirits. This is so important for the times in which we live. I can't stress enough how important it is to be spending as much time as possible in the prayerful study of God's Word so that we can discern what's going on in the world around us. The world is, has gone completely insane. When you look at the issues that are being debated in the public arena these days, it's, it's mind-boggling. Truth is relative. Male and female can choose to be whatever they want, the gender issues. Sin is just increasing like wildfire. Immorality is increasing. Morality is being pushed aside. You can't even make sense of what is being talked about and dealt with in our, in our governmental offices in this country and around the world, but especially in America. And so the, the only way that you're going to get your head around those things and understand what's going on is to do it through the light of Scripture. What I want to look at today is uh, Ephesians 6, 10 through 18. And let's begin in Ephesians verse 6, 10. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. We are strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might through prayer, through the word. And the one inspires the other. As we pray, we are inspired to study the word more. As we study the word more, it will inspire us for uh, about things that we should be praying about. Obedience. Obedience increases through prayer and the study of God's word. It's not the obedience of like we're under a lash and we have to obey the Lord. We obey because we realize that it is the, the, the most beautiful, happy, and glorious way to live. Fellowship, the light of the Lord in the darkness of this world, is the fellowship of brothers and sisters in Christ. Faith, our faith is powerful because of whom it is founded on, Jesus Christ. Service, the more we give, the more we are given. Grace upon grace, God's provision in our lives. 
service. Again, the more we give, the more we are given, or the more we are given, the more we need to be giving and serving others. And all of this is by grace. We are strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Ephesians 6.11 continues, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. How much clearer could it be that when we are called to follow Christ, we are stepping onto a battlefield, a spiritual battlefield? Look at 1 Timothy 6, 11 through 14, which says, But as for you, O man of God, flee these things, pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, steadfastness, gentleness. Fight the good fight of the faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called and about which you were made about which you made the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. I charge you in the presence of God who gives life to all things and of Christ Jesus, who in his testimony before Pontius Pilate made the good confession, keep the commandment unstained and free from reproach until the appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ. Give the world no no cause to accuse or slander you or the message of the gospel. 2 Timothy 4, 1 through 5 says, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and his kingdom, preach the word, be ready in season and out of season, reprove, rebuke, and exhort with complete patience and teaching. For the time is coming when people will not endure sound teaching. But having itching ears, they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions and will turn away from listening to the truth and wander off into myths. As for you, always be sober-minded, endure suffering, do the work of an evangelist, fulfill your ministry. Folks, I hope, I don't think it's just me, but when you read these verses, you just see it in the world so clearly now. It's fascinating. Let's look at verse 12, Ephesians 6, 12. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. What we see happening around us is affected by what we do not see. My sermon a couple weeks ago was about the unseen reality. That's what I'm referring to here. All of our spiritual strength and courage are from God. Our spiritual strength and courage sustain us in the flesh as well. Maintaining our spiritual condition will improve and strengthen all of who and what we are. Verse 13, Ephesians 6.13 says, Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand firm. The whole armor of God, we'll get into that uh, further uh, below, withstand the opposite of submission and conformity, of compromise to this world. The evil day, does that not define these days? There have been more violent times in history But these times have got to be one of the most evil in history as everything that is pure, that is true, that is godlike and and in his according to his created order uh, is rejected. These are times of calling good evil and evil good. And then he says, and having done all. 
As it becomes more difficult and dangerous to bear the name of Christ, will you do more for Christ or will you blend into the world and do less? Will you be able to look back on your life and be pleased to know that you did all you were called to do and that you stood firm in the midst of attacks and persecution? Recently, I had a conversation with a friend whose ministry is broke because of the economy. This man has been in ministry for over 25 years, and his ministry is completely broke because of what's going on in the economy. And he had the same question that I often have, and I've heard from so many in ministry. Why is it that often the, the first thing Christians cut back on when their income decreases is the support of Christian ministries? Because people are not willing to take that stand when the heat is on, when the pressure's on. It's just one of the things we have to really think about in the times in which we live. Because as we've seen, the imposters, the false teachers, those calling themselves prophets and apostles, you know who I'm talking about. Because they are of the world, the world fills their pockets with enough money to just carry out their evil schemes and mislead millions. But because we are not of the world, if we're preaching the gospel and walking in the way of Christ, struggle seems to just always be a part of those ministries. But again, it's not me complaining, but multiple men that I've spoken to in ministry have all you know brought up the same question in conversation. Why is it usually the, one of the first things Christians eliminate from their budget when times start getting tough is their support of Christian ministries? Stand firm. Our only hope, our only strength, and our only protection come from Jesus Christ. We cannot stand firm by our own power, but with the supernatural strength the Lord gives us, we can stand far beyond what our natural strength would allow. To have strength, we must be fed, and we feed on the Word of God by the leading of the Holy Spirit. Ephesians 6.14, Stand therefore. Having fastened on the belt of truth and having put on the breastplate of righteousness, meditate on the visuals of this portion of scripture we're going through. Meditating on the visual that it's painting for us helps us to remember the lesson that it's giving us and helps us to gain more strength from it. The belt of truth, the truth of the gospel, inward spiritual truths. 2 Timothy 3, 14 through 17 says, But as for you... Continue in what you have learned and have firmly believed, knowing from whom you learned it and how from childhood you have been acquainted with the sacred writings, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Jesus Christ. All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be competent, equipped for every good work. That's one of the verses that I use constantly when confronted with churches that are engaged in Alcoholics Anonymous, 12-step programs, Celebrate Recovery, whatever it is. How can they ever preach that portion of scripture while relying on something that is contradictory to it? Got a huge hypocritical error there. The breastplate of righteousness, the righteousness of the spotless purity of Jesus Christ that is imputed to believers. Philippians 3, 8 through 9 says, Indeed, I count everything as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. 
For his sake, I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish in order that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which comes through faith in Christ, the righteousness from God that depends on faith. 6.15 continues, and as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. What an interesting analogy, the shoes on your feet. We are encouraged and inspired by the gospel. We are guided by the Holy Spirit. The message of the gospel, the firm footing that we stand on, the rock that is Christ, gives us a firm footing, and we are ready to move and go when called. You do not have to be an expert in gospel doctrine. Just go out and live as Christ lived and reflect him in the world around you. Ephesians 6.16, in all circumstances, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one. An unwavering, strong, vibrant, bold faith in Christ. Our faith is a shield that is given to us, and if we take cover behind that shield of faith, the flaming darts of the evil one will be deflected and cause us little or no harm. The flaming darts of the evil one may be temptation, frustration, distraction, slander, persecution, fear, worry, anxiety, loss. Folks, I have suffered through all of these and more. So I know what they are like, and I'm sure just about everybody listening or watching this can agree that they have too. Those are the flaming darts of the evil one, and the shield of faith protects us against those things. Cover yourself with your shield of faith against everything the enemy throws at you. Verse 17, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit which is the word of God. Salvation to be the most carefully defended. Notice it's the head. It is our hope which keeps, keeps us from despair and instead trusting and rejoicing in God. Only one weapon of attack, the word of God, faithfully and prayerfully used. Matthew Henry said, a single text, well understood and rightly applied at once destroys a temptation or an objection and subdues the most formidable adversary. Christ used the word when tempted by Satan. Read Matthew 4. When he was tempted in the desert at his weakest point physically in his life, in his incarnation, when tempted by Satan, he responded over and over again with, it is written, showing us the power of the word. Notice that the back is not covered. Face your enemy and attack with the shield of faith and the sword of the word. And verse 18 says, praying at all times in the spirit with all prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints. Prayer buckles on all the parts of the Christian armor. Praying at all times in the spirit. Prayer should be a way of life for a child of God. There is an old saying in the sales profession, and that saying is always be selling. As Christians, our motto should be always be praying with all prayer and supplication. Philippians 4, 4 through 7. And if you've listened to me for any amount of time, you know that that is probably my favorite portion of scripture. 
Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. One of the most powerful and effective portions of scripture for overcoming anxiety and bringing our minds and spirits into a place of peace in the midst of a chaotic world. To that end, keep alert with all perseverance. Don't just keep alert, but persevere in keeping alert. When you're worn down and you're tired and you're ready to just lay it down and give up and just cruise along with the world, stay alert. When everything is against us and trying to distract us, to wear us down, when the temptation to say enough is enough and turn to the easy wide road of the world, that is when we must persevere and become even sharper and more alert, making supplication for all the saints. We are not alone. We are not responsible for ourselves only. Our prayers have power and purpose, and by them we can lift up our brothers and sisters in Christ. Heavenly Father, thank you for this message. Uh, again, I pray that it would be a blessing to everybody that uh, watches it or that listens to it. And I pray that you would bless your word as it goes forth and that you would do a mighty work through it. And uh, we just thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. You guys, thank you for watching uh, today. I'm going to share my screen here. If you get a chance, please visit our website. And I will switch over to that screen. You can do so by going to the way r122.org. Uh, if you want to listen to the podcast, you can subscribe to it by going to christianpodcastcommunity.org. Just search for the way radio in the search field. Uh, the, the sermons are released on Rumble usually by Tuesday or Wednesday of the following week. And you can go to Rumble and just first search for The Way R122. All the sermons since June of 2021 are on Rumble. Earlier sermons are still on YouTube, and we're on YouTube at The Way Ministry Church. Uh, please prayerfully consider supporting the ministry. I'm trying to get uh, more support together for the work we're doing here and also for those that we are still trying to help and support in Kenya specifically, especially my good friend, Pastor Patrick in Nairobi. Uh, he is uh, heavily engaged right now in helping feed the children in his neighborhood area there. They are suffering tremendously with food shortages. And so he is bringing the children to his church. And I'll share some pictures. Hopefully I'll remember to do that next week of the feeding program that he has going there. But we all need your help and your support and your prayers. So please consider uh, just helping us to continue the message of the gospel. And again, you can donate by going to the way r122.org. All right. Thanks again for watching or listening. And we will be back here next week. Same time, same place. God willing. God bless you guys. Take care.